0: from the world how many of y'all know just being in this world you can become soiled the bible says in in second corinthians that as christians we're supposed to cleanse ourselves uh, of the filthiness of the spirit and and of the flesh Um, it's not enough just to take a bath you need to Shower yourself spiritually with the word of God. Jesus said to his disciples, now you are clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. Uh, So if it's been a while since you got a word, come on. Be sure to shower yourself. Amen. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this. To visit the orphans. We know orphans are, are children. Uh, abandoned by their parents Uh, so it's talking about children that are less fortunate in one way or another widows are uh, women that were married and you know in that time because of war and other you know they lack medical health like we have it and uh, uh, you know end up with widows the bible talks about widows and then it emphasizes in their trouble I want to talk one, one last time before our special offering on December the 12th about giving the, to the poor. Over the past several weeks, we've been preparing ourselves for something we've never done before. We're preparing ourselves for our first annual special benevolence offering. This is an offering that's designated and designed to directly benefit the poor. It's not for faith families benefit it won't be spent for faith family it is directly designed and designated for the poor those that are less fortunate Uh, we have been looking at some amazing scriptures in the word of God as as it relates to giving to the poor and the Bible does instruct us as God's children to be benevolent and to surely give to the poor We've been asking ourselves the question and being very sincere within us, do we, do I give to the poor? When do I give to the poor? Why do I give to the poor? How do I, where do I give to the poor? And um, it's been helping me, so I hope that it's been helping you. Last week, we asked ourselves the question, do we care about the poor? You know, some people really don't like a lot of talk about offerings in churches. Uh, We've positioned ourselves to learn the principles of prosperity. So we set aside time every week to learn about the laws of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest so that we can come up another level. Amen. Uh, But sometimes those that are discomforted about churches and offerings, it's not that they care about the poor, um, but they have other things in mind. Judas made a big fuss about this significant offering that this woman gave to Jesus. Uh and he 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 brought it out. He said, Man, this that this gift could have been sold for a year's salary. It was that valuable. It was very costly. And this woman gave it to Jesus. And uh, you know, he said it could have been sold for so much and given to the poor. Other people were like, yeah, other, other disciples. They were like, yeah, amen to that, uh, Judas. Now this is the guy that's about to sell out Jesus. You gotta watch whose company you keep. Amen. You're like, yeah, well, why, why we always got it? No, you know, amen. Uh, but so, so we just use that because the Bible said very clearly, he didn't say that because he cared about the poor. He said that because he had the bag and he was slipping, you know, something for himself. He was stealing in robbing from the ministry. Interesting note, and I'm talking nobody here, but everybody online. Interesting to know, the Bible, to God tells the, that his children who don't give them tithe, that they are robbing from them. I knew I wouldn't get much response. I can't hear you online. Amen. <laughs> so today I want to talk to you about true religion. Somebody say true religion. It's okay if we have fun today in church. This is going to be good. I'm really excited about the main message. I'm just, you know, getting us warmed up and ready for that. I mean, this is something new and it's going to be good. So we dealt with the fact that he says this is pure religion. This is undefiled when you give of your substance for children that are less fortunate. You know, just the other Sunday, we collected all of those Christmas boxes for the Samaritan's Purse, a ministry that's designed to go all over the world and give to people that are less fortunate. That's really where the rubber meets the road, according to the Scripture. Also, to anybody that's in their trouble. This is exactly what we want to, to be in position to do as a church family. And that's why we're going to take this time to set it aside. This benevolent offering is designated to help children, widows, or anyone that's in some significant trouble. But we also want to be in the position to go even further. Right over in James chapter 2, verse 14 through 16, James was on a roll. Uh, our boys are three and five years old and so they were watching paw patrol this morning it seemed like they watch paw patrol every day rocky and rubble and Marshall. james was on a roll verse 14 says but what does it profit my brethren if someone say he has faith but does not have works or corresponding actions you know we're part of the faith family you know, we got faith and we believe in God for a lot, but if there aren't certain actions that correspond with that faith, what does it profit? Can his faith save him? Verse 15, he gives you an illustration. He says if a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, "Depart in peace, be warmed and filled," but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Interestingly, here, he identifies not just children and widows, but a Christian brother or sister. And we want to, by this offering, be in a position that if there's a Christian brother or sister, he, he, he distinguished it. There are people called to church all the time wanting for help. I ask them, do you have a church? And they don't go to church at all. Well listen, the church is not a, a social uh organization. It's it's not a community, it is a part of the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. And we have a mission and assignment, and it's not just so that the for public welfare. Oh, come on, I know that's hard to hear. Should the church be involved in public welfare? Yes, but there are certain institutions that'll help Somebody that don't go to church at all pay for their rent or utilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The church should be in a position to help a Christian brother or sister who, who's fallen upon hard times. And if they've run out through ministering through the, the public and the community so forth, before being prepared to minister to the church, then we've, we've missed what James said. here. He said, if a brother... Oh, y'all got to help me preach in here. If a brother or a sister is naked, they don't have the proper clothing. They're destitute of something that's necessary. I'm not talking about paying their car note. Come on, somebody. No, we're talking about food to eat. Does your children have diaper? And so on and so forth. destitute of daily food. And you tell them, oh, well, I'll pray for you. He said, you know, what profit is that? He's saying that, you, you know, your faith is, is not properly aligned with corresponding actions. This is why all of us should be philanthropists. We should be independently wealthy so that we could forever be in a position to help those that are in a tough spot. But when you barely have enough for yourself or for your family, you know, all you can do is say, you know, well, I'll pray for you. There's been many a times I would have loved to help people, even gone beyond the brother and sister, even to help in the community. But when the church doesn't have an abundance, what can it do for anyone else? The vision of Faith Family Church is to grow, become great, so that we can help others. It's born out of Mark chapter 4 and verse number 30. It is God's design and desire for us to grow from the, 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 the level that we are and become great. That when people come to church, that's a great church. That's not just a good, that's a great church. And, and get us to the place where we can help others. So this offering on December the 12th is going to put us in a position financially that as situations arise throughout the year, We as a faith family can have corresponding actions with our bold declarations of faith. There may be a hurricane or weather event that happens next year in 2022. And we will, because of this offering, be able to respond because we're setting aside resources in advance. Amen. The last hurricane that came through, we took up an offering on the spot and was able to send relief to a Christian church and ministry in New Orleans. Well, if, if, if a snowstorm hits, if, if a hurricane hits, if a forest fire, you know, burns down a church or something, Faith Family, because of what we will do uh, next week, we're going to be in a good position to help others. Amen. So as your pastor or just one in spiritual authority, uh, I am asking you to prayerfully consider bringing a designated offering next week. And I am asking you not to send it, but to bring it. Amen. You know, Bible says we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. That's why I'm so glad to see all of you. You know, it's, it's not okay just to stay at home. I don't care if they've got new variants that come out. It's not okay not to gather yourself in the assembly of God. Amen. God says bring the sacrifice of praise into the house. Amen. So next week we want you to bring an offering. Leviticus 7.29 says speak to the children of Israel saying he who offers the sacrifice of his peace offering to the Lord shall what? Bring his offering to the Lord. From the sacrifice of his peace offering. Only what is designated for benevolence will be set aside. If you bring in your normal tithing offering next week, that'll be, uh, you know, that'll be in those funds as we normally process them. But if you designate it. So take an offering envelope with you. You'll notice that it says benevolence. You can mark that, whatever that amount is, and then bring it. And uh, we're going to collect it during the service we normally don't have a collection during the service. Many people give throughout the week, but uh, all gifts will remain anonymous, but we will announce the offering and thank the Lord publicly uh, for what the Lord will will do. Amen? Amen. In uh, In my closing scripture, I want you to think about this. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 40, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all... The holy angels with him. Then he will sit on his throne in glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come and you, blessed of my father, inherit. when did we see you hungry? Ha, ha, thank you, Lord. And we fed you. When did we see you thirsty? And we gave you something to drink. When did we see you as a stranger? And we took you in. Or naked and we put clothes on you. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm thinking about the ministries like Wayne and Andrea Orman that have heart and soul ministries that minister on the street downtown to the homeless. He said, When did we see you sick or in prison? And we came to you. And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to the least one of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Oh, is the Lord interested in what we do concerning the body of Christ? It would be great if we could go beyond the body and minister to the world, but he's certainly looking at when some Christian somewhere is in a bad position, the church should be the first in line to give them help. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want you to bow your heads and I want you to judge your heart, you know, maybe make some decisions. But also the Bible says to let a man examine himself and so let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. One of the reasons why we would eat or drink in an unworthy manner is not discerning the Lord's body, the body of Christ, his brothers and sisters that are less fortunate. So I want you to pray this out loud and mean it from your heart as we examine ourselves and prepare for Holy Communion.